What's up, beautiful people? I'm Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast, a show where we explore the infinite complexities of the human experience. We do not endorse anything illegal. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chimps. Yo, yo, what's up, brother? Hey, man. How you doing? We're fucking here again. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Oh shit, man. Yeah, it's been a journey. We just what's the what 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 if any explanation is there as to why we just haven't uploaded anything for like three months? <laughs> you know what? Everyone goes through waves in life, and that's it. Don't really need to explain. You just hear back. That's some that's some fortune cookie bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we gonna? <laughs> we just had life. Life life yeah. lives on, and we're living with it. And things got in the way, things were busy, and that's it. But we're back, committed, and... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, you know, it's funny, though, like, you know, you know when you get, like, you feel guilty? Yeah. And then you, do- and then you stop yourself even more? That's an interesting one. So just the fact that we're back is, like, a great sign. But that's it. There's a momentum to stopping, too. It's like, yeah. there's a momentum when you're doing something, but then when you stop, it doesn't get harder, but there's, like, more layers of... I guess excuses or resistance is a good word. And they just kind of pile up. I never thought of that. Like, imagine doing something and then stopping. You're going to, you're going to know exactly what the resistance is. It's almost like, you know, like your, your excuses are stronger. Mm. That didn't really happen to us now. We were just like, no, not now, not now, not now. And then finally today was a good day. So we just fucking jumped on it. Yeah. Bop, bop, bop. I think I'm going to increase my volume. I want to hear my sultry voice. On the headphones? Yeah. You said the levels were good, right? Fuck it. You're number one? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Better? Oh, wow. That's really light. Like a little lower? Slightly lower? Yeah. Huh? So. I guess we have more to talk about because we've been gone for so long. Uh, f- Campbell. Oh, f- let's just start with that. <laughs> so I had a Cambo experience. We we had a podcast on it with Angie a while back. Let's see if we can guess the number right. I think it was episode... Uh, I want to guess 30s. I'm thinking 47. I'm not going to... We don't know. We'll, well just find She out was later. in that whole mix when we had like a lineup with Mathieu and then Chanel and then... It was like a, it was a heavy, heavy few... Uh, heavy week of recording, I remember that time. That was with her. Yeah, I do remember that time. Yeah. Wait, what number did you say? It was. I thought 30s. Shit. I don't know. You might be right, bro. I don't know. I want to say like 33. Jeez. Something like that. You know what's crazy is now, because I have that book idea. I'll reveal it on the podcast eventually. But um, as I'm planning it, I realize that we have such a wealth of uh, contacts because of this podcast. Like, I shot up, um, I called Greg Lake. We had like a 15 minute conversation. And How he was he gi- doing? he's doing great. We should get him back on at some point. Um, so he was giving me some tips on the book, and then I asked Charles for some tips. He gives me some tips, and then I asked Drew. Like, I'm just like I, if we didn't have this podcast, I would have never known these guys. And they're all like uh, self-published. Yeah, yeah, it's really fucking useful. It's crazy. Yeah. So I never finished. <coughs> um, Greg's I got halfway through, and then sorry, I'm such a fucking lazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> then Greg Miller, the artist, he's doing the book cover. Which is gonna be really cool. That's true. That yeah. guy's. I love all these people. We got to get him <laughs> back because he's he just got signed with uh, Warner Brothers. That so dude's just up and up and yeah. up, man. He just keeps yeah. getting work. It's amazing. Well, I mean, it's well like deserved. Not surpri- yeah, exactly. He's yeah. just a hardworking, talented man. Yeah. But he, it's uh, it's like it's fun to talk to these people, and it's like, I still have this childlike like I don't understand how to like be successful at all. And, like, they're just people. Like, I just talk to them, and they're human beings. And I'm like, oh, I have no excuse. I just have to do work. Well, what is success? Well, first of all, it's temporary. It's full of failure. The opposite of success is not failure. So there's things like that that I need to, like, understand. But what I mean, like, that's all memes. What you're saying is, like, just like... Oh, no, I mean that shit, though. I I get that it's, like, soundbite-y a little, but Mm. it's, like, for real... The I'm I'm kind of deflating myself. I guess mm. like it's not it's temporary. It's like it's good for sure. They're doing good, but yeah. like they're that's just the fruit of their labor. It's like so direct to to what they've uh, accomplished, what they've practiced, and what they've seeked out actively. But that's it. And the main thing of these people is just they chose a craft 
Greg Miller is a great example because it's an actual craft and he just stuck with it and just kept working on it, fine tuning it and varnishing it. And now it's. Yeah, he's a literal artist. Yeah. It's funny how everything's called art, but then painting is, is art. Do you want to see a newbie mistake if we're recording? We're recording there, I checked. Uh, and I guess the lappy is plugged in as well. Double, triple check, man. I like that it's in the recording also. I don't want to cut it out. <laughs> because we, we don't. Uh, God forbid people think we know what we're doing. Yeah. That would be dangerous. So uh, back to Cambo. Cambo it up. Yeah, honestly, bro. Because I don't know if I ever told you about the experience. Last time we talked about it, you said... We'll get into it on the podcast, mm. but you said you were just violently ill for like <laughs> 12 hours. <laughs> or yeah, 24 hours. For uh, at least 24 hours. Dude, it was so... Um, like no sleep? like Just migraine, sweating. Like I felt like I fucking had COVID or something. Just like destroyed. But I think that was good in some weird way. For sure. Yeah. You must have felt amazing after, first of all. No. <laughs> There wasn't a moment of, you <laughs> no. just went back to baseline? <laughs> just back to baseline. You didn't have like that, Something. oh my God, I feel so good, like no. that relief? That's what I was hoping to get that. Wow, I'm surprised. I felt something changed, I just didn't know what, but just back to baseline. I guess it's just literal poison. You were just like, this is, your body Angie was like, might get nope. mad at you for that, but I <laughs> it's definitely poison. Well, okay, it's, it's <laughs> like technically a toxin. Yeah. Like it's literally, I guess poison you would, you would ingest but it like yeah. something a toxin would go in the blood but yeah but a poison from a snake venom is going into your blood as well oh no venom is blood okay i don't care i don't remember the i well love how i try to be technical i'm half asleep i have I'm so <laughs> fucking sleep deprived. well well i'll tell you how she applies it so ceremony starts you have to drink this was fucking work in its own before even taking the cambo you have to drink two liters of water 15 minutes before that's a lot of water <laughs> Just so you have something to puke. And you just, you're chugging it. I'm just like, okay, fuck, it's two liters. I'm just going at it. Is it salt water? No, regular water. Okay. But like two liters in a 15-minute timeline is not easy. That hurts my head just thinking about after one liter. (laughs) After like, if you chug like two glasses of water, you already feel, unless you're really thirsty, it's already a lot, you know? Yeah. And then, so two glasses of water is 500 milliliters. So then that's times two is four. And then another, so eight glasses of water in 15 minutes. Yeah, so just that was work, but it's like that's doable, right? So you drink the water, and then uh, she started the ceremony. There was three of us, so she burns. She she decided how many holes to burn, I guess. So she burned. Uh, she chose for me to burn five, the guy next to me three, and then the guy furthest from me six. So she just intuitively chose. Um, the guy who did three, I think it's because he had ayahuasca. He did ayahuasca a week before, so he was pretty open already. So anyway, so she burns these holes. You can see my little... You see that? I have like a little tattoo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little you guys won't be able to see it, but it's like... S- I have five dots that are scars, basically. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? It's my first tat. <laughs> little scarification. Yeah. As, uh, just down the line, like little... Almost like pimples, like just yeah, they're just like five holes in the. So she she burns it. It doesn't hurt. It's a burn, and then it's like this paste that she mixes with water, and that's the the secretion, and then she smears it on each hole. And uh, when she put the first one on, I remember I felt like like a heartbeat, like it was going faster. And then she put another one. I'm just sitting like meditative, you know, like eyes closed posture. Uh, she does all five, and I'm just sitting there. And I think she leaves it on for like 15 minutes and then she removes it. And I'm just sitting like this and I, f- I kid you not, this was interesting. I felt like heat in my blood veins, in my, in my blood vessels. I felt them going all around my body, like circulating. And I felt like, like just like everything was just like fire was going everywhere. And then I started feeling really specifically on my left side, the artery that goes up to the head. There's a name for it. You remember the, that artery? I forgot what it's called. Vena cava. Vena cap no, that's I don't the remember. that's the <laughs> that's the other one. That's the Venus return. No, it's like a in French. I think it's like aorta. The yeah, no, it's near the, the aorta. It's off the aorta. The carotid the carotid uh, artery. Yeah, I think it's one of those. But in we'll it in after. osteo, the French term was like uh, la l'huile or something. La l'huile. 
like Willie or something. It was like a, a name. Oh, no, I forgot. I know which one you're talking y- about. Y- I kay. learned it in massage class. Kay. I don't remember it now. I think it's like a person's name or something. Anyway. The fucking John Vane. <laughs> so I <Jeffrey>. felt... <laughs> I f- yeah, I think you're right. Something like that. So <laughs> I felt... Jeffrey's vein. Like really painful at that artery. I'm like, oh. And I'm just like there. I'm like, oh, fuck, that one hurts. I'm like, I felt like it literally pushed through plaque or something. And then it went to my brain and it just the purge just started coming out, man. And it was like yellow cloudy like uh, my eyes were closed for most of it but i looked afterwards but it was like um it looks like uh yellow cloudy like pus a bit i don't even it's like, like off white or like more green yellow yellow like like a bright like a like bright bile. yellow had a bile vibe was it very acidic? no it didn't look like bile because it was cr- it looked like you cracked an egg in hot oil okay yeah, so it's like you know, I like don't know. I don't know what that was <laughs> in your body, but I know I could picture it now. Yeah, so it was just like that. It was just clouds in this water because you drink so much water, so just puking out the water, and then these clouds of fucking egg yolk. And were appa- you dizzy or like I, my eyes were closed? It was just like I was in the movement. I just like that purge movement. You just got nauseous. Like there wasn't dizziness. Like it just n- yeah, like dizzy. Like not dizzy, just like ill. Just feel like you have to reject, reject yeah. whatever's in. And apparently my eyes were super red, like like exploding out almost. I had no recollection. It was really my whole experience was me and my bucket. <laughs> It'd be funny if Angie was like, <laughs> 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 like I never seen that before, bro. That's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> and you just got these demon eyes, you know, like. <gasps> yeah, I don't know if she was just being nice, but she's like, "You're handling it like a pro. Good, keep going." I'm like, "Sure." I think she knows you, and it's like you had to go ham. Yeah. Like if there was any doubt that you could have taken it, taken more. You would have felt like you were robbed a little bit, you know. Well, like that's you were it. So, like, the guy got six. I was like, in my head, I'm like, <laughs> like that. Oh, the six guy. Yeah, like, like <laughs> the six. Uh, in my head, I'm like, why do I get five? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like fucking croaking over there. <laughs> well, never mind. Never mind. Angie knows what's up. That's just because that's just the way I am, though. It's like if there's a limit, I'll go to it. But I didn't know the limit because I was I was full trust into her. Mm-hmm. So when she gave me five, and then the guy three in my head, I'm like, yeah, she gave me a big amount. And then I hear six, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That little ego pinch. Yeah, but she's a, a she's a wizard, man. She knows what's up. Yeah. One way or the other. So yeah, so I purged, 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 and then it went away. But I just felt so weak and sick and headache. And <laughs> that part just stayed for twenty four hours. I went home. I was sweating. Uh migraine. Like I texted her, I'm like, is it normal? And she's like, Yeah, it could happen. I think what happened was I was there was such a cleanse and my body was so uh polluted from stress and from just like sugar and all that kind of stuff it just needed to like a uh, full recalibration yeah i'm just so shocked i can't believe that you didn't have like that that like counterbalance good feeling like you just you just did like you just woke up one day and felt less shitty you were yeah like, i'm back to normal yeah thank god <laughs> not even thank god just like Ugh. yeah surprising but i get like this is this is like the I don't know, like the a friend of mine called it like the jungle vaccine, you know, like this fucking supercharges your immune system, mm. which I have no, I've never read a study, but like this is just one of those ancient technologies. Like I somewhere emotionally, I have a lot of trust for it. I'm mm. just that kind of person. I don't know. So to to see, I'd love to see how you, you didn't get sick much in the past anyway, to be honest, but like, do yeah. you feel any difference like in joint pain or something random, your vitiligo? Like, is there anything that, that. Yeah, uh, really. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> she just stared at me. It's kind of cool. Though. She has way more room now. Yeah, she seems cozy. Yeah, she, before she was like crowded. Uh, I don't even know if they know, but we extended the podcast room. It's pretty big now. Yeah, it, it kind of like we were saying, it kind of looks the same, but it's definitely more comfortable for us. It's like less wires. When we have a guest, it's going to be so much more comfortable. Yeah, it's just nicer, and you have a fucking sauna. In your <laughs> apartment, like a boss. Yeah, I have like a... This room is just ever-evolving. <laughs> yeah, for, for the listeners, maybe I'll post... Well, I put it on Instagram already, but I have we have a, f- I have a fucking steam room box. Yeah. And it's like, it fits two people. You got to try it, man. Hopefully, maybe after the show, we'll, we'll do like 20 minutes or 15 minutes or another time, but it's... If we got time, I'm feeling uh, more into it. Speaking of limits, is like, I had an extra heater from the previous sun I had. So I added it into it. So now there's two steamers in there. So it just... You're such a crackhead. <laughs> I love it. You're like the opposite of me. Like, how are we friends? 
I just want to like sleep. <laughs> like you make me tired, like in a good way. I just like he's taking whatever I yeah. need to do. He's doing it already. Yeah, that's insane, man. Why would you do that to yourself? And it's funny because when I bought it from the guy, I'm like. I'm like, oh, this gets hot, but I, I need to make it hotter. And he's like looking at me like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> but is that more of like a spot heat and like a dry heat? Whereas whereas this is designed to be a steam? It's Yeah, it's a steam regardless, like when okay. I first got it. No, but, no, but you like your your second heater there from the first It's a steam one. as well. Oh, you So there's just double steam. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's this <laughs> container. It's basically like an oval container and there's a stove. If you want to just simplify it, it's a stove that boils water in this confinement and it just steams up is it convection or whatever it's called there like it's a magnetic no it's a you total stove it's like a you could just burn yourself yeah like that's I've horrible <laughs> what the fuck bro yeah so <laughs> it's just an enclosed and then the oven. other yeah then the other one is basically a kettle it just boils the water so it's just this <laughs> this like i love how we think we've come so far technologically and then it's like it's just a fucking kettle <laughs> you just <laughs> get a in stove in a box that's you it you just cook yourself in a fucking plastic room yeah in a chamber a coffin of steam i added also a um diffuser so i just put essential oils in and just yeah. diffuses the whole the whole uh get box peppermint in there and just burn your eyes oh yeah you like were asking me about man. you were asking me about uh, immunity after the campbell in general anything you've yeah. noticed uh well i haven't been sick since which is nice did your dick fall off? <laughs> <laughs> that I won't disclose. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> no, I'm honestly... Check out my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, um, what I did notice, coming back to baseline, I was way more calm after the Cambo. Just like super calm. That was about Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. You feel emotionally stable. It felt like a lot of gut bacteria got ejected. A lot of that candida, you know? Just reset. Yeah, and I just felt like... Cause in the cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because a lot of that gut bacteria can dictate the way you think, you know? There's the whole sugar crave and the mm -hmm. sweet tooth, uh, salt And the, salt the fact that the, there's just 100,000, 100 million neurons in the intestinal tract, so there's definitely a deep connection to gut bacteria in mind. And the, the whole gut-brain thing, mm. you know, that's, like, been the fucking talk of research for, like, the last yeah. decade. Like, it's l you're literally making, like, dopamine and shit in here, yeah. and then it literally dictates, like, well, your mood, but, like, your... that will Your decisions. Your yeah, like, your, your cravings, your desires, your motives. Yeah. Your motive. Like, that's yeah. fucked up, man. It's crazy. It's like a part of you that is governed by things that are not you genetically yeah. at all, that are literally, like, foreign bacteria... Yeah, yeah. ...are strongly, like, puppeting you. It's really odd. Like, yeah. you picture something controlling you being bigger, <laughs> <laughs> but this is smaller. And they live inside you. And they're feeding, and they need to eat in order to survive all these different microbiomes and all these things. And they might kill you. They might jo put you in the wrong direction. This seems like an analogy for a, for yeah. a life on Earth. <laughs> well, they're going <laughs> to win the battle either way. I don't know, but they fight each other because they're yeah. competing for resources, and they promote, they make you crave what they need. But what I'm saying is at the end of the day, no one comes out of this alive, so they will, whatever bacteria is in there, obviously will probably die when the host dies, but some will just... Be the the back eat you will become <laughs> the the fungus that just eats <laughs> through you, and you go right back to the source. The fungus among us. Yeah. Oops. I read something fucking terrifying, or maybe I heard it in a podcast. I don't remember. But tapeworms can go to your brain. Hmm. Isn't that terrifying? I heard about that actually recently. Ugh. I've been watching a lot of House lately. It's not. It's not good if you have. <laughs> I thought they were <laughs> isolated, <laughs> isolated to the gut. I heard uh, what I read about was because uh, I saw it in house and I actually looked it up after. But like the different, there's different types of parasites that have like uh, like they shed like shells as mm. they get bigger, like a skin almost like a snake. Ugh. Yeah, and so that is like that might not break apart and that can get s like stuck in your system and like fly around and end up in your brain, end up in your in Ooh. your heart and like weird thing. Yeah. Oh my god. S special, but what's interesting is for the most part, I would think that stuff is staying in the outside of your body air quotes because like the digestive tract is not in the like in your system system mm. it's in like it's like in the hole that is well, not you <laughs> i guess if they break through a barrier 
I don't know and how. Just, maybe there's a sometimes there's like micro um, cuts and yeah tears ulcers even yeah have like an problems, ulcer would be yeah. a big one and then it hits the bloodstream and then fuck skeleton agrees yeah jiggle a little bit. there's a f- there's a video of this frog uh f- he had it was just chilling it was like one of the you don't have instagram eh no no there's a real there's some cool pages there so there was one joe used to put to promote like crazy called nature is metal oh yeah yeah you said that i used to talk about that a lot oh it's i i still go on it like weekly just to see because <laughs> you get humbled by what you see because there's the natural world is so fucked I, I got a friend on facebook that shares shit that like is really graphic yeah just like, like in headless the nat- animal yeah, yeah like a some kind of predator eating something oh else. man that he's probably getting it from like that kind of page because yeah. there's like footage like you're just looking at a beautiful baby uh gazelle let's say or a little deer and then it just gets snatched by a lion just like that for no reason <laughs> and you're just you're, you're just swiping through you're like oh next <laughs> but <laughs> horrible it's horrible but it's reality it's it's reality's the fucked up. Bro. Yeah, so it's nice. It's both. It's everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then, I don't know, man. Just, you, when you're not used to it, anyway. Your point. But like you said, when you're not used to it, you you have these false concept, uh, false perceptions of what nature is, and that can that's that just becomes a fear. You know, when you're not used to it, it's like essentially we're just like acclimating to the horrors of life, like one trauma at a time, essentially. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not wrong. I don't know. That <laughs> sounded weird when I said it, but it's true. That's like, I don't know. That's what, it's like a callous, I guess. Mm. I know the s- saying someone is callous is a negative thing, but like it's sometimes strength just comes f- from exposure. Strength only comes from exposure. Yeah. And it's funny that it sometimes look at these videos, you get, gr- you get gratitude out of, out of it. <laughs> Cause you're, cause you're not. You know, part of that cycle. But think about how fucked that is. It's like you see a little deer get snatched by a lion and you have gratitude for not being a part of that. I have, I get a lot of contradicting thoughts. Well, I don't know. Like, I just, I try to, I I, I see a lot of different angles simultaneously. And I'm just like, like, this is, this deer never had to worry about shit. Couldn't comprehend the concept of worry. You know, it's just bouncing around like a fucking jolly animal. And then death. I think you're wrong. I think that deer is only worrying. Yeah, but if you're always ch- fucked up, like if you're always stressed out, are you never stressed out? Uh, well, you know, I like mean, that's the, that's it's your baseline, but your body is in a complete chaotic state all the time. Okay, but is it? Because we're mm. worrying crazy hairless monkeys. I Like you see a cat, it jumps in between sympathetic and parasympathetic mm. effortlessly. That's it true. It will one minute murder a bird and then uh, five seconds later, like sleep. Like it'll just... It'll just close its eyes and be like, this is the best day of my life. I'm just going to lay in the sun. And then you make a sound and it jumps 20 feet and fucking runs away. (laughs) It's just so fast. But here's here's my thing. We hold on. Like, we don't don't shake it off, you know? We carry the memory. But here's my thing. There is a state of stress that they're in because if you look at a domesticated animal like a dog, they're just chilled out all day. And then if you put a a dog in, like, in the natural world, it's going to... I think you're making my point, though. I might like be. Because a wolf It's in its natural state. Yeah, like yeah. a wolf might be like... But he's also apex predator. That's that's what I'm saying, though. Like, your dog is going to get at least, like, antsy just with loud noises. Yeah. Whereas a wolf will be, like, staring down another animal that might kill it and be like, what's going on here? You know, like... <laughs> Like a like a but that's where like you're a yoked fucking gym guy was just like you want you want to go but that's where you're missing it because that wolf is an apex predator so it's able to get in and out of parasympathetic and sympathetic because its f- risk of death is a lot lower than a prey animal that's pretty much eating grass. So you're saying like a squirrel who is like obviously agitated all the time <laughs> is like like never like maybe they do they ever we could probably Google this. <laughs> you know, like, are they, do they ever, yeah. like, other than when they sleep? And, like, do they dream? Like, do they, do they go to into deep sleep? Like, do they, can they not relax? Like, is that their deal? <laughs> like, is that how <laughs> they live at all? Well, their def- eyes are even like this, so there's in d- case yeah. they get eaten. But like, that's oh. why they get so excited. Like, when you see people feed animals in nature, like, when they start feeding, uh, you, you know, like, if you go on a hike, it says, like, don't feed the, the local animals because then they're going to keep coming back, right? I think those are like the moments where it has like sympathetic nervous system where it's safe and there's abundance. But other than that, it's just in pure panic all the time. 
I don't know, man. I feel like they're so weary, you know? Like, if you're, if, like, you know, you walk through a park and you, you make, like, sounds to a squirrel, they're going to run up to you because they know, they recognize you. That's not really nature, though. That's, like, but I'm saying, like, they're not, they're not relaxed in that moment. The, as soon as you, like, you know, as soon yeah. as you, as soon as you, like, fucking juke them out or something, like, you do any kind of flinch or something, they're up a tree, like, up, like, in five seconds. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe they're just always wigged out. Well, like if you're a prey throw. animal, for sure, you have to be. Because if you're too relaxed, you're not alert. You're, you have to be in the, par- in the sympathetic nervous system. You have to be. Maybe when they're, like, drinking water. It, where they find a safe spot. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, 90% of their life is danger. <laughs> so they're always fucking on the edge. I love seeing them, like, eat something. Like, they, they're, they're always, like, about to shit their pants. <laughs> yeah. they, just, they just, like, lean in and they're like, I am so vulnerable right now. And you just, no matter what angle you capture the, the, the imagery at, yeah. they look like they're going to fucking crap their pants. They're just, and they just like grab a leaf or like, they, <laughs> yeah. just start, they just start, you know, eating. Or it's drinking. like you said it, like even if you feed a squirrel, like he'll come to you, but as soon as you make a movement, he fucking panics because his threat is not uh, anything short of getting murdered. I saw, a, I saw a squirrel walking like a month ago. And I'll never forget it, because I've never seen that before. Just <laughs> it was just strutting like slowly, like a like a like a dog down the street. And I was like, like usually it's like burst, 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 look around, look around, burst, 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 <laughs> and then just like maybe hops, like yeah. you know when they do like the pew pew pew. Yeah. And it's like the cutest thing ever. But they're they're like, huh, what's that? What's that? What's going on? And then like up the tree and spinning and like, this one was just like. And then it sees me. And I was like. <laughs> It just starts going backwards. I was like, why are you, are you old? Like, I tried to rationalize it. Like, why aren't you squirreling? You're a squirrel. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I actually want to look this up now. Yeah. How did we get on this topic? Well, so it was all so coming back to nature's metal and that the video with the frog I wanted to just mention about the parasites. So. Wait, okay. Because we were yeah, going we from tapeworm all the way to parasites, then to nature's metal. Yeah, we flew off. But it was all essentially this whole rabbit hole was to talk about this video from nature's metal. It was a frog, and he was just like someone was filming his face, and you just see like this white parasite eating his inside of his eye, just like squiggling around eating his eye, and that was fucked. And it made me, made me realize like that was a moment of gratitude. I'm like, holy shit! Like that's. Thank God for technology because that's where we would be if you get like a parasite. <laughs> it was just swirling in his eye and he couldn't do shit about it. There's no modern medicine. That <laughs> I don't know why that just fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> like, it <laughs> fucked I me up too, man. <laughs> I didn't even see it. You just told me about it and I'm just like, no. And like we had this talk pre, pre-recording. pre Like we have to give some appreciation to the pharmaceutical industry. Like some of these drugs, these anti-parasitic drugs and all these surgeries and things you can do to make our lives easier got to give some tip the hat to them because if you had a parasite in your eye uh and there was no solution life would be pretty brutal get that shit out man i'll take her pills i'll take a <laughs> fucking <laughs> injection in my asshole <laughs> whatever you got to do man. get it the fuck out it's it's crazy to think because like the eye is like this liquid sack you know so it's like i just picture something like like swimming in it. Oh, it was going like chaotic in his eye. <laughs> just like every Never direction. Never show me that. I gotta find it for you after this. Never, <laughs> ever show me that. I don't. I'm like squeamish lately, man. Oh, that one's a tough one. Do you find it funny? The older you get, the more squeamish, squeamish you become for these kind of videos. I think some stuff might like hit you. Like something happens and then like you you process it differently or it's just like more real. I think sometimes mm. we feel like as kids we don't. There's process more association, them. I think. Yeah, there's yeah. Th- that's uh, that's pretty much it. And yeah. it, like you, it just means more. Mm. You know. Yeah, because I used to look at some fucked up shit when I was like 12, 14, 12 to like sixteen. I didn't want to think about that fucking like just four chan random like fake files <laughs> on on LimeWire or, or whatever. And you just <laughs> you just see like a beheading. You're like, what the fuck? And then the best is like people coming to school and they're like, did you see the beheading <laughs> video? And I'm like, why are you excited? And no. <laughs> and, the, and I'm and they're like, and here, look. And you're just, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, but now like, uh, I can't really watch that stuff. It really, it fucks me up. It 
should. <laughs> like when you're a yeah. kid, I think you're just m- like curious, and the morbidity is not even like the point. You're just like what? And there's also like a cool factor mm. where it's like you're not supposed to see this. You're not going to see this on TV. They're not even allowed to swear for fuck's sake. Like it's mm. you know. So you you feel like a, I don't want to call it. It's not as simple as rebellion, but it's like yeah, you're kind of like looking outside the normal parameters. It's, it's like a Pandora's a box almost. You know, it's like this censored world, and then there's like, there's like, all this other side available, and it's it's it is exciting. You know, it's like a toy box for a kid. All sorts of new emotions come to the table. It's just experiences. Yeah, but it's also cheap. It's also like at the at the click of a button on Mm. a screen. Like, there's a there's a there's an ease to it, no matter how horrifying it can be, and and even traumatizing. You know, I remember one time, like, I'll never forget this, but, like, this girl just got, like, shot in the head. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what the footage was. I, th- I immediately closed it because mm. I was like, that's not what I wanted. Was it, like, a security camera? I think it was, like, a hostage footage. Oh. It was really yeah. fucked up. And I was like, I was like, that was real. Like, I, like yeah. it slowly dawned on me. And I was like, like, I just felt my brain go, like, Huh? Like yeah, I yeah. just felt the trauma seep in, and I was like, "Oh, death!" It's like you know, like you're young. It's not real. Like I, some people, for me, I didn't, s- I didn't see a lot of death. Like in terms of, like family members mm. or, or I mean, pets. I guess I had like so many dogs, but I don't know. It's different, obviously, when a human dies. When someone like you, you relate to it. You know, yeah. I was really young when a family member died, and it was like I hadn't gone to a lot of funerals. My grandfather only died recently on my mom's side. Well, recently, there's a couple of, you know, like s- an aunt here mm. and like some people maybe I'm not super close with and it gets you thinking, you know, but to see even even my pets, like you don't often see them die in front of you. I think that's only happened to me like twice or three times. Yeah. But like, I don't know, it's uh, it's it's very like I want to use the word grounding because that can seem positive and it's like ooh you know I'm just I'm 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 off in the air I need to ground myself but this is like sinking <laughs> this is yeah. grounding but like it's heavy yeah it's grave well it it's, it's a harsh reminder that this is finite you know and it's you get caught up in the story and just you know theoretically you know intellectually that you're going to die but then when it happens so close whether it's a pet or a family member, obviously it's like a bigger deal. Mm. But mind you, a pet's still a big deal. But it kind of it can <coughs> be. It put puts a halt on the momentum of life, and then you just realize, well, you know, you think that's innate, like just Nate. Do you think it's innate? <laughs> Nate, is it innate, Nate? <laughs> Hold on, I got a burp like so bad. Yeah. Like, is there a chance? for a cultural reintegration of, you know, finality. Like, I don't know how else to put it. Or is it really just, is there something, you know, because we want to be conspiratorial and think that we can have fears, natural or artificial, promoted and inflated to the point where we're more easily controlled. We, We will be directed to not do certain things to buy certain things whatever you want to whatever rabbit hole you choose but is there an is there like a oh my god point at some point where you just have to be told like you know the gift of language gives you so much complexity as an individual mm. it can be bottlenecking in some ways i i think as well but it's way more useful than not it's yeah. so much better to have it so then you just have this complex understanding of the things within life and then someone tells you hey like think about the outer perimeter of your existence as much as possible it's going to end and then you're l- and like oh, is there is there a, some kind of is that ever easy is that ever going to be easy psychedelics bro so you're saying we got to give children psychedelics well for <laughs> children it's just a concept that they won't really understand because it's so abstract children are psychedelics but yeah they're already <laughs> tapped into the, they're so fresh into this dimension they're like half in and out that's what I wonder. Like if a like if a kid just goes like, oh, people die. Like it's easy. Like but they are they just ignorant? Mm. You know, are they just nescient <coughs> in their in their childness? Like they have less, you know, like less associations, less feeling of well, loss. There's less conditioning. Less. Con- that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I'm wondering if if that's natural. Like 
do we, you know, like I remember the movie uh, Avatar mm-hmm. with the blue people because there's two avatars. <laughs> there's the last airbender and there's the James Cameron one. But I think uh, the James Cameron one is is what pretty much everyone thinks of when you say Avatar. Really? Not pretty my big. friend circle. Oh, no? Okay, anyway, so the blue people <laughs> one. Um, there's, there's, you know, there's this whole glorification of like this nature-based tribal, like beautiful, you know, like the blue people, whatever. Mm. So when they, when they, when they're, the, their mentality or, or or whatever of death is seems like really more um, accepting of like the circle mm. of life or whatever. But they were still depicted to be like in shambles. You know, they lost somebody and that was painful. And mm. I like maybe. I feel intuitively, intuitively, just as from through my experiences, that that it's always going to be sad. When sadness is just an emotion, it's just a way to interpret change. Mm. You know, it's just a signal. So it's it's random things can make you sad, yeah. and the death of someone, maybe in some odd ways, could make you happy. I don't really understand how, uh, other than if they're suffering or if you really zoom out into like the the, you know the the need for things to end or the the, the, the recycling of, of matter into whatever the machine of earth is that that doesn't seem like much of a consolation you just like you you're someone you care about is gone mm. and that just there's nothing about that that doesn't suck yeah and you just have to kind of I don't want to say lie to yourself you have to you have to remember that it's not all bad you know that you had good moments those moments are moments they're not gone just because they're in the past. They don't dictate the future. The pr- the sadness you have now doesn't dictate the future. It just kind of colors your understanding of reality, and then you feel more mortal, which is more true to to the th- the three D reality that we inhabit. And then you grow as a person. Like yeah. I don't know. It seems so positive, in a in it a can strange be. way. It can be. But it, like, don't say that shit at a funeral. Obviously, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> you just go on this rant at the funeral. That's what. I, but that's my point. But like, that's th- you know we ha- we hide hearses now. It's like a white truck. It used to be like this long, fancy looking thing. But that's these are bigger problems. This is the disconnect from the spirit. Disconnect from from ritual. Disconnect from connection. And that's why a lot of these things that happen. There's not much. Of, there's kind of like a hush hush culturally like to just not talk about it and or not face these kind of things i mean look at at least in my family like a lot of our issues we kind of just suppress (laughs) you know we don't really talk about and it if there was a better connection to spirit and self these things would be a lot easier to bring to the table and talk and i think that's as collectively as a society like a city because cities are great examples of disconnect society that when something traumatic happens, it's like a, a freak out. You don't really know how to respond collectively. And then you see that manifest in so many different things. It's funny that, like, it sound, it's going to sound so cliche and obvious when I say it, but, like, you're, you're describing this depiction of a, of a, let's say, a blindness towards the spiritual aspects of life. And that directly leads to, a, like, a bigger ego. And not really in a sense of like inflated self worth or something. I don't. I don't know. However you interpret ego, but really like a lack of foresight. Mm. You know that expression: "We're not inheriting the earth from our parents. We're borrowing it from our children." Mm. Like that is. Both of those are true, oddly enough. But it's like you need to think of it. You need to think in a bigger cycle. You need to think that humanity is something you're part of. And something you're you're towing, but is also pushing you forward. It's very confusing, but it's like we are so wrapped up in, well, we, you know, some parts of the world. I don't know, whatever. Some cultural things. Some some pockets of society are just really wrapped in. What are we What are we going to do in the next five, ten years, mm. twenty years, thirty years? Like now, we're trying to project a little bit forward because of I don't know, like the, the climate change thing but also because it's starting to hurt people's bottom line or because p- it's starting to become uh it's start like people are starting to boycott things there's starting to be a market for it so we're still it's still about commodity it's still about production and there's never just this inherent value in existence which fair to say that that's not enough and that's f- for me that's fucked up mm. 
Because I, I believe that. But I also think it doesn't make sense. That should be enough. But there's, like, so much fun and, and like, there's so much to experience that, that in life, you know, that can be, it's about growth and pressure and discomfort. Mm. So just existing, it doesn't have to mean, I guess, that you just sit on the couch and do nothing, obviously. But no, it's 100% like... 100% not. It's, you're existing in all those, all those moments, you know, and that's part of existence. To be to exist is just simply to have this consciousness and be awa- uh, alive and in this reality. But there's so many avenues to this reality. I guess that is enough on that level. You know, I think if you I need peel to peel away everything, yeah, we need to yeah. we need to work with the duality a bit. Exactly, there, there is We're a society, there is a economy, there is all of this these systems that, though there's some glaring, you know. Uh, problems it's got a lot of oomph you know like we're doing some really cool shit yeah i can't even say we the same the same way we i can't say we about the things that have happened in the past like i haven't contributed anything fancy we're still part of the we i guess but it's just fun to watch even if i even if i separate myself from it it's wild it's the craziest thing ever think of an animal if you saw an animal kingdom doing what we're doing as a collective like we killed them like but I, like think, I think Rogan talked yeah. about it. It's like you would stop them and meet. You'd be like, but no, like no, no, if, no, no. You, <laughs> if you were just walking and you f- saw a rock, you lifted it, and then you had like a fucking magnifying glass, and you're just seeing a concert, uh, like an ant <laughs> concert. Like Horton hears a who? <laughs> and the, the, ant, the ant's just like this, and there's just lights blasting. You'll be like, what? And they, the? can't, they just can't see. They you. can't they, see. They, they can't comprehend they're you. They're just yeah. doing it. Like you'll be like, what? And that's just a concert. That's like one millionth of a percentage of what the world can do and offer. It's just like a concert is just like one small quarter of this wild reality. And think of how fucking trippy a concert is. This is why I get mad at those people that are like, fuck humans. Like <laughs> humans are the, the shittiest thing about it, pl- like Earth. And it's like, you, can't, you couldn't even conceptualize the hate of humanity without humanity. Like you're so... Your, so, your mentality but is so it's not a thought. It's not sick. a thought. It's not a well thought... Uh, phrase is just something it's easy to label. It's like if you start dissecting it, like, oh, what part of humanity? And Labels then are fucking toxic, bro. Yeah, because once you start and pulling I use it away, that word once you start pulling it away, it might be as simple as like, oh, I just I can't handle greed or something. Like one it aspect. Most it's most of those things are emotional re- responses. Exactly. I've been and always you c- and you can feed into it and get angry, and that's just emotion hitting emotion. There was no real discussion. We're kind of describing the, like the cl- like the current climate of media. Exactly. Like the current climate, the human condition. I know, but it's so it's coming to such a head now where there's these big, complicated thoughts that are compressed into these simplified, dumb words. dumbified, stupefied is the best word for stupefied. <laughs> what was I saying the other day? And you recently told me it was a Harry was Potter. It, it was a Harry Potter uh, spell, stupefy. But it, but you, like we had a, I said something else, and then you connected it to when I said stupefy. Yeah, I don't remember now. I forgot the second one. But yeah, that's that's the problem. Stupefy is just a word, okay, guys. When you Fuck fucking condense super intricate complex issues into this little phrase or word or letter or shape and it's like lazy and and it's also it's but like it sugar because it's it, manipulative it exactly it's like it it calls the worst out of us exactly and, it and we it all makes have that it makes things side. become binary and that's yes. the problem and that's just not fair you know i i catch myself i hate to say this because i just want to be the smart guy mm. and I'm, I'm not like it's just amazing how black and white i want things to be and i cannot stop seeing that in myself now and i'm so i'm actually really happy that i notice it now Mm. and it's painful it's kind of making life more psychedelic Mm. you know i'm just seeing things for what they are Mm. and when you do that you see like the abyss you see the you see this thick line that that demarks your fucking your your ignorance and it's terrifying because you don't I want to I don't want to trip and fall physically or metaphorically like into something that's going to hurt me or other people or damage p- like property or make me lose money or like there's yeah. so much to worry about just like and it's fun I don't know like it's a lot mm. it's it's like w- we've traded like the the dangers and complexities of of like natural predation 
to just the dangers and complexity of like uh, uh, some kind of strange social, uh, creative, destructive uh, power. Like we've we've actually, I feel like we've become more spiritual, a- and it just looks shitty sometimes because there's so like you know we have we just grow up reading books and watching movies and like more than ever we're full of these ideas mm. and we can be really pessimistic and apocalyptic but we can also be like utopic and be exactly. like man like to the point where we start thinking how do i get there but it reminds me of that uh the greg lake quote when he was saying when he's in rehab the uh, what was it the like the ego's doing push-ups while you're in the rehab like remember you said something like that like it's getting stronger I said no uh, greg he said, said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's like i don't remember saying like while i'm while that's i'm like having the spiritual experience like the ego's out there getting doing push-ups and pull-ups getting stronger and it's like on one hand we're getting more spiritual co- collectively it's just think about these conversations that we're having and that people tune into and think of like mindfulness practices and meditation how abundant is it everywhere now it's so common and like think 10 years ago it wasn't the big discussion but at the same time the duality of it that ego the cultural societal ego is getting stronger too so now we have like the battle between that the two are growing together and which one's going to get shed off remember when we were in the car and i said like it's not like we're going over an edge Mm. you know it's not about extremes like sometimes you go so far up the extreme that you're like you're not you don't make sense anymore Mm. like that like this like there's things that are kind of spiritually informed that have run amok and uh, the first thing i think of is like money i mean i don't i don't understand these systems properly i don't want to talk about them like i do but like there's no intrinsic value to money and it's been like that for a long time and that spirit as well mm-hmm. you look at a piece of paper and you as a human like as a as like this m- complex mo- genius monkey you're like pretending but you know you're pretending and you're because other people are pretending this thing becomes functional but not in any kind of physical way i mean okay it used to be the value of something in a bank or gold or blah 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 or whatever and then it, it kind of became well, now it's like perceived value bullshit. Yeah, well, uh, they say it's like uh, it's tied to oil, and you can look into like the concept of fiat currency and all yeah. these things, and and eventually we're gonna we're going towards this GovCoin thing, and then you can get very conspiratorial. There's that's what that's what I mean about going off the edge, but it, I still find it like a positive shift. You know, we're just exploring an extreme and learning our lesson mm-hmm. in a way that is semi-conscious as a collective, so uh, we can't really stop it. Mm. Which is why I get mad at people when they want people to act a certain way which is f- ironic because i'm mad at them but th- <laughs> but it's like we're just like you can't tell people what to do and w- and you d- and we do all the time mm. we tell them what language to speak how to move how to dress when to blah 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 how to pay taxes don't drive this way like there's so little chaos than compared to what there could be mm. And for better or worse, like at least like you know, there's more people than ever. There's more chance to discover things than ever. I still think we're bottlenecking but ourselves a lot, and we need like psychedelics. We need to that's br- break that. We need to we need cacophony. We need but that's what I'm thinking. What's happening is like we're in the process of it unfolding and growing. It's not a final product, and we're just consciously witnessing it. So it's like it's easy to get frustrated and all these things. But I think it's kind of forming as the time goes into its own thing, and that's society that's culture and it's just it's con- like you can have a fucking tyrant taking over that 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 uh, momentum mechanism, yeah. mechanism or whatever it's like an organism that's just forming and that's just like our collective and throughout history like it could get pushed and shoved and pulled and then it just keeps on forming to the next leader or whatever you want to call it and to the next great idea and i don't know i just we're watching this this organism grow it's almost like a snowball. It's just gro- it's just rolling and rolling and rolling and gathering branches and sticks and eventually it's clean snow and then eventually it's fucking dog piss. And it's just, this thing's going. And is it heading to a cliff or is it heading like uphill? I don't know, but it's going somewhere. And it's just, we're in it, looking at it and in it, it's just an odd place to be. Yeah, we're like in the most globally self-reflective time in any recent, like, you know. This is what the texts talk about, man. All the all the ancient texts talk about these times, the end of the Kali Yuga. Uh, there's like, in the Jewish religion, I believe they say like these are closer to the end of times. The Messiah is coming in the in in the next lifetime or something like that. But like all sorts of different texts talk about like these are pivotal moments. The law of one is another one. 
That's true. But Black then I wonder, were they always saying that? Is that's actually what I was thinking of before yeah. you even brought it up. Like, yeah. it's, is this is it always like this? Yeah. You know, like if some guy like invents the wheel or fire or whatever, like there's just nothing new <laughs> for like thousand years. Yeah. So there is this kind of like. Are we? Do we always feel like we're on the bleeding edge? Do we always? Like, we I probably don't, I don't do, know though. If we do. We probably do, though. Hi- human right. history is just very repetitive. I mean, look, if you're at the point where you don't know how to make fire and then like you figure it out, then everything's mysterious. Yeah. So you're on the bleedingest of bleeding edge. You're like, what the fuck is that plant? Yeah. That Ted just died because he ate that fucking berry. But what, what the if fuck there's is beyond those mountains? What if there's just something like fire that we haven't discovered yet that would just propel us into this fucking but i feel like we're like we're we're discovering things constantly little like chemical combinations or uh like ruins of ancient civilizations or um yeah we're finalizing finalizing let's say refining uh psychological and spiritual principles mm. we're 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 less attached, like we're like we're more empathetic, but like not lost in empathy. Like we're so there's there's I I don't know. I feel like really positive looking at it as a whole. Mm. I feel like there's so much, like there's just so much. And I think the m- like I I hate to sound kind of like gross and ignorant, but like the more the better. Mm. Just more stuff, more concepts, more chaos, more, more beauty, everything. Yeah, throw it in the pot. Okay, it's gonna happen anyway. Like we I'm may as well you. we may as well like. F- uh, you know, bob for apples. Try to find the, the good in it. I'm with you. Hey. Hey, yo. We actually got to get going. That's a great way to end it. It's a beautiful way to end it. <laughs> this was fun, man. Yeah, no, I was like Welcome fucking back, drinking brother. water. Man. I'm fucking sweaty. Dude. I don't give a fuck. We're, brother, ah. we're brothers. Brothers in arms. Why did we take so long to do this? This was very fun. <sighs> Beats me, man. It's not fun? We're just uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, why did it take so long? Are uh, you guys having fun? Because I'm having fun. Well, the fun's over now. We get, we have to go. We're heading to breath work, and uh, with that's Mathieu, that's gonna be fun. He's been on the podcast once. Uh, it's gonna be great. I think we're gonna have a good time. I'm I'm like actually worried because every time I do like some good holotropic breathing, I start laughing hysterically and then I start crying. Hysterically. Oh, I'm gonna cry like a bitch today. I I'm feel it. Fucking I feel. I need to week. cry. It's important to cry, everybody. It really is to release that tension. Just and there, down, isn't there a hormone that gets released when you cry? Um, I don't know. There is something that gets released from the eye. It's actually... Really? Yeah. It's really fascinating. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I, we're going to check this out. <laughs> I wish we had a Jamie, man. I'd just pull <laughs> it up. And just yeah. Let's like end it. I feel like we always yank chains. We always say we're ending it, and then we talk like another 20 minutes. Uh, we love you guys. Yeah. Check out our other stuff. We're going to be back with other things, all that jazz. We've got some good guests coming up, but we That's don't even know about it yet, but I know there's going to be some no, good guests. we got a few <laughs> in mind already. Yeah. Stay tuned and stay curious. Stay curious. Wow. Shake it about. Thank you.